Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Um, and it's official. I looked into it. We cannot uh, get a, a do-over to 2021. Uh, those eight days are locked in. So all of you who are looking at that and asking about it on Facebook, just know I've checked. And uh, nope. Uh, actually, you know what they told me when I asked is uh, something about uh, you're reaping what you've – something like that. And I was like, uh, okay. Okay. You don't have to be snotty about it. You don't have to be snarky. I get it. No refunds. But I mean is this – those of us who thought, okay, thank goodness 2020 is over. We started a new year. We're going to put this behind us. Um, sadly, I think in many ways, the uh, the madness uh, just starting. I, I think it's actually going – buckle in. Buckle in because we are in for one heck of a ride. Have you done those roller coasters? Brian, have you done the – are you a roller coaster guy, Brian? You, you bet I coasters? am. Really? I, you know what? I didn't think you didn't strike me as the roller coaster type. I'm not sure why. Have you done the roller coasters in the dark? So like you you board in the you know where it's light, but then the whole ride is in the dark. Yeah, like Space Mountain. Oh boy, Space Mountain. That's not a. That's like the Disney ride, isn't it? Yeah. That's not like a real roller coaster. Like it's. Isn't that the one that goes like really slow? Like that was like no, space back in the nineteen no, forties no, version of space. Is it? It's scary. Oh yeah. Wow, it must have been a while. I don't remember any Disney. I just remember all the Disney rides to be kind of like, did I just wait six hours for this? Like this is like I thought there was another Disney. Like I thought I was like in the uncool Disney. Like all the cool kids got to go like to the Disney with the real rides. Here, I'm in some boat waving at animatronic, you know, animals like Winnie the Pooh on the on the sideline. I'm like, this is the this is the ride. This is why we're all waiting here. Walt Disney was a scam artist. This is what we've waited for all the money they're pulling in. And this is the best they can do. But 2021 strikes me as a uh, a roller coaster in the dark. Because you know there's going to be twists, turns, ups, downs, backward, everything. But we don't have the luxury of seeing when that's going to come. We don't see what's coming. So even today, here's another twist. If I would have told you that Nancy Pelosi, we have 12 days before the transfer of power, right? 12 days. If I were to tell you, hey, within 12 days of Donald Trump transferring power to Joe Biden, do you think the House Democrats would try to impeach him again? He was a Joe, 12 days. Why? I mean, what's the penalty? The penalty is typically removal from office, right? As we've said before, impeachment is a political process. Impeachment is a political punishment. So if someone only has 12 days left in office – Where's the punishment? You're going to remove him from office within 12 days? Well, apparently that's the work that Nancy Pelosi thinks as a country we should be focused on. Remember, it took Nancy Pelosi. She, she kept refusing to pass the CARES Act because she didn't want to let Donald Trump score political points. She thought, you know what? It's better that the 300 million Americans who are suffering from the virus, that they don't get relief. It's better that we don't put a package together. But now she's saying we have plenty of time to impeach the president. You know what I think looks really bad in this? I think it's like the, the judicial it's – not, it's not only the judicial system, but the, the political system. Nancy Pelosi truly believes that they can do all the evidence gathering. They can hold impartial hearings. And render a verdict and still get it over to the Senate to have them conduct hearings all before January 20th? Or is this the real ploy? Is the real ploy, no, Joe, we're going to impeach him 
And we're going to make sure that the Senate doesn't have enough time to conduct the hearing until after the new Senate is sworn in. Because conveniently, when that happens, oh, the Democrats run the show. They hate this man. Like, they loathe him. And it's not because of yesterday. Look, and I said this. What Donald Trump did yesterday was wrong. He failed to demonstrate leadership. He incited these people to go down to Capitol. He didn't call for the violence in the sense of, hey, go down there and ransack the place. But you've got to get a sense of the the mood of the people, the anger. And he did like that fuse. And so they're going to hang four years of frustration, four years of Trump just pounding these people like uh, an aggressive game of whack-a-mole. And they're going to take it out on Trump, and they're going to hang it on what happened yesterday. And make no mistake, that's what this is all about. Because not only do they want to damage the Trump brand, because they see, remember, Donald Trump received more votes than any other person in history besides Sleepy Joe. And he's, he's made inroads into the, the uh, African-American community, the Latino community, and Democrats are petrified because they thought, hey, these groups, they're on our side. They're on the reservation. They have no other choice. And Donald Trump, not through theatrics, but through the power of the message, convinced millions of people that said would never vote for Donald Trump despite billions of dollars uh, in unpaid commercials, meaning from the New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, New York Times. Besides the onslaught of negative press, Donald Trump still received more votes than any other person running for office. Well, Joe, uh, Joe Biden received, well, Joe Biden didn't run for office, did he? I mean, the media ran his campaign. Facebook ran his campaign. And the Democrats are petrified of that. They're petrified. And they're, they know that Donald Trump can do more damage to the Democrats outside of the presidency than he can while serving as president. He has more power as president. But can you imagine Donald Trump lobbing political grenades at the Democrats for the next four years? Remember those, those you know, they, they, people say, oh, they're shell-shocked. They would be shell-shocked, politically shell-shocked. They could not withstand four years of Donald Trump on the outside lobbing grenades inside. And they know it. And they're petrified. So what do we do? How do we damage Donald Trump so badly that the media has an excuse to ignore him? Because that's really what it's about, right? How do we make it so Twitter can put the lifetime ban on him? How do we do it so Facebook extends their ban past Inauguration Day? Well, it's easy. Let's just impeach him for inciting violence. And then Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and anybody else who wants to do business with the Trump brand, you're, you're supporting a domestic terrorist. You're supporting a hater. That is what all the theatrics are about. And Donald Trump gave them an opening through his own conduct. And they are going to fully exploit it. I mean, fully exploit it. And is it right? No. Is it wrong? Absolutely. But that's what they're going to do. That's exactly what they're going to do. And like I said, Donald Trump in large measure has himself to blame for it. But you're watching the empire strike back. That's what you're seeing here. And of course they're going to impeach him. And if you expect justice to play out, you're going to see raw political power. You want to see kicking someone on their way out? Tune in.
because that's what's going to happen. On a different note, Nancy Pelosi is concerned that maybe secrets were stolen from the House during the uh, incident yesterday. Yeah, she came out and said, hey, we're concerned because, you know, we have uh, secret documents. And I'm like, what are they just laying out on the desk like in the cafeteria? But don't worry. Good news. Eric Swalwell, who sits on the House Intelligence Committee, the one who maybe slept with a Chinese spy but refuses to comment on it, he's going to be investigating. So America... As Jeffrey Tubin said, you're in good hands. We'll be back right after this break. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. You know, we talked about my take on Nancy Pelosi and this whole impeachment thing, and uh, uh, it's what it is because politicians, you know, when it comes to their own skin and their political viability, it's the only time they think ahead and uh, they want to marginalize Donald Trump. They want to make him toxic. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be successful. Uh, but they're going to extract every ounce of uh, blood that they can. Um, next, I want to talk about, uh, well, two things. In the next segment, uh, there is a push on TikTok and among millennials uh, uh, to convince people that Helen Keller never existed. 
that Helen Keller is fake. And and if she was real, well, her problems weren't as bad as they're making them out to be. Absolutely bizarre. But uh, we're going to talk about that next, uh, making the rounds on TikTok and uh, uh, other social media platforms. But I want to talk about now Joe Biden uh, has uh, announced a new plan because what's happening is that um, – the government, the federal government, has distributed these Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, and uh, I think they've distributed something like 16 million, but only f- to the states. And the states have the responsibility of actually uh, administering the vaccine, right? So the federal government gets it to the state, and then it's the responsibility of the state to develop a protocol, priority lists, uh, and to have the vaccines administered. Well. Let's say 16 million about have been distributed by the federal government to the states, but only 4 million have actually reached someone's arm. So 12 million are still sitting on the shelf, or in this case, in the freezer, because the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines both have to be kept chilled and both require a second dosage. So you get the Pfizer one today. 21 days later or after the first dose, you're supposed to get your second dose. Moderna, I think it's a 28 days. So it's a a protocol of two injections in order to be vaccinated. So what Trump has done is he's saying, okay, I've sent out 16 million, and I think they're keeping like four or five million in reserve because you need enough to administer the second dose. Right, because it's a two dose combination. Well, Joe Biden's idea, I guess that's what I'll, how I'll phrase it. Joe Biden has comes to town and he says, you know what? Instead of holding any back in reserve, let's ship them all out to the states, and that way more people can receive the first dose. Now, am I missing something here? The problem isn't that we're not shipping the vaccines fast enough to the states. The problem is that the vaccine is sitting on the shelf once the state receives it. So shipping more vaccines to the states, how does that actually alleviate the backlog? Plus, we have nothing in reserve. If we ship it all to the states, when 21 days comes up and it's time to administer the second round, there's nothing there. The the kitchen cabinet is bare. Now, having said that, I want to make this clear because this will be the plan. This is Joe Biden's proposal. I want him to be successful. I want Joe Biden's plan to work. And look, I think there were a lot of reasons why the states couldn't administer the vaccines as quickly as possible. One, it was the holidays. But it shows you what people really think of coronavirus, right? Well, you know, you can come in Christmas Eve and receive the vaccine, or you can celebrate Christmas Eve. Let me see. Getting coronavirus or celebrate Christmas Eve with the family. You know, I'm going to celebrate Christmas Eve with the family this year. Two, There are a lot of people who were on the priority list, namely healthcare workers, who said, you know what, we don't want the vaccine. This is a big problem in New York. Uh, The the first responders are not showing up to be vaccinated. Well, they're on the priority list. And uh, Governor Cuomo, Andy Cuomo, said, hey, if you give the vaccine to anyone not on the priority list, I'm going to fine you. Well, hospitals are saying the people on the priority list are not showing up to receive the vaccine. You know what Cuomo's solution was? Well, I'm going to fine you if you don't distribute all the vaccine as I've directed. What a moron. But you know what? I hope Joe Biden knows something that we don't know, that I don't know. I hope he sees this and says, you know what, if we get more vaccine out, more people will be vaccinated. The states will have worked out the logjam by then. But I'll tell you this, if Pfizer and Moderna don't 
come up with that second dosage on the timeline the government sets, I guarantee you Joe Biden is not going to stand up and say, you know what, my plan was wrong. We should have kept something in reserve. He's going to look at Pfizer. He's going to look at Moderna. Congress is going to hold hearings, and they're going to blame those companies for a bad government plan. That's what's going to happen. Look at New York City. The mayor there, Bill de Blasio, Wilhelm, or as his parents called him, Vili. Vili de Blasio, he's coming out attacking Governor Cuomo, saying, look, your policy preventing thousands of unused COVID-19 vaccines for the elderly and police, you're causing the hospitals to throw away all these vaccines because they're not on the priority list. So the mayor has called on the governor to expand the priority list. He's saying, look, please let us start vaccinating those aged 75 and older. Let's add police, grocery store workers, and teachers to the priority list. De Blasio saying that, look, these frontline healthcare workers, they're not showing up. Let's get more people. To give you some perspective, think about this. In New York City, only 150,000 people have received the first dose of the vaccine. They have half a million doses. So they have half a million doses sitting on a shelf. They've only administered 150 in a city of 8 million people. Because Andy Cuomo would rather be politically correct than protect his people. That's sad. And it's tragic. You have 500,000 doses sitting on a shelf. But because it's more important for you to be politically correct than it is to protect people, they're just going to sit there? Well, we reached out to Andy Cuomo for comment, and uh, we were told uh, he doesn't have time right now to speak to us. He's working on another book. Because that's what capable governors do. They write books in the middle of pandemics. They write books when thousands of their nursing home residents are perishing. Because that's a man of focus. That's a man who knows how to get things done. I promised my publisher I was going to write this book. I don't care if there's a pandemic. When I make a promise, I keep it. And then he told his staffer, hey, could you close that window? All the moaning and groaning from the nursing home next door is really affecting my ability to concentrate. Just lower that window a little bit. Do you know how hard it is to write a book over those moans and groans? But I hope we all wish Joe Biden success. The Democrats never gave Trump that chance. We owe it to Biden as Americans to wish him the best success, and I do. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network, 801-331-8113. Your call's up next. Radio News with Dan Naraki. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos has resigned in the wake of Wednesday's violence at the U.S. Capitol. In her resignation letter, DeVos cited the breach of the Capitol as the inflection point for her, saying that President Trump's rhetoric had a direct impact on the situation. DeVos is the second member of the cabinet to resign over the events at the Capitol. Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao tendered her resignation earlier on Thursday. 
In a video message posted on social media, President Trump condemned Wednesday's violence at the Capitol building and said that while his challenges to the results of the election were about protecting the integrity of America's electoral system, he will work for a smooth transition of power. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This is USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. The top infectious disease expert in the country says that wearing masks will still be a good idea even after you get vaccinated against the coronavirus. Tim Berg has the details from the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau. One of the nation's top infectious disease experts says Americans need to protect themselves and others from COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci is calling on Americans to continue wearing masks and social distance, even though they are vaccinated, to protect others until the majority of people are inoculated. We should not pull back from mitigation methods until the level of virus circulating in the community is at such a low level that it is no longer a risk. And President-elect Joe Biden continues to fill out nominees for his cabinet. Thursday, he introduced Merrick Garland as his pick for attorney general and will reportedly tap Boston Mayor Marty Walsh as his secretary of labor. This is USA Radio News. Welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Um, yeah, I want to talk to you. This uh, this is circular. Our, our dial-in number, I'm sorry, is 801-331-8113, 801-331-8113. Uh, you know, uh, this story is making its, uh, its rounds in the media. And uh, those of you on TikTok, it's the new Facebook, right? It's uh, all the young kids run. It's where they want to be. Um, their videos uh, making the rounds, uh, arguing that uh, Helen Keller never existed, or that if she did exist, uh, her accomplishments are uh, much more overrated. Now, we've seen this before with, you know, did we land on the moon? Is the earth round or flat? But it's funny, like, Recently, cancel culture applied to, you know, people that were living that, you know, people don't like what they're saying or, you know, think they're saying. Well, apparently cancel culture is now being extended to uh, people at random, uh, historical figures. Now, Helen Keller is an inspirational story. She's the, the, the young woman who lost her sight and hearing. I think at around two years old, actually a year and a half. I think it was a year and a half. She loses her sight and hearing following uh, a sickness that she had. And then you remember, I think around uh, age seven, she was introduced to Ann Sullivan through her parents. And Ann Sullivan taught her basically a way to communicate you know, using signing and then taught her how to read and how to write. And then eventually, Helen Keller learned how to speak. She went to Harvard University, and she became the first deafblind person to earn a bachelor's degree. Now, and I don't know how something like this starts, 
But now there's this push with people saying, well, you know, I've never met her. Of course you didn't meet her. She died like in 19, what? Let me just, here, 1968. Well, I didn't meet her. And if she, you know, if she's, uh, if she can't see and she can't hear, how, how in the world did she learn how to speak? Right? Because if you can't hear, how do you, how do you know how to be able to? Absolutely amazing. But this is my question, because it's, it's not really about Helen Keller. It's what should be done. What obligation, if any, does TikTok, one of the videos had like a million views, which sounds like a lot, but in a world of 7 billion people, it's, you know. But what do you do with a video like that? What do you do when people say Helen Keller didn't exist? What do you do when there's a video saying the earth is flat? It's not round. What do you do when there's a video saying we never landed on the moon? What is the obligation of TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Rumble? You pick your platform. What's the obligation to address information that is generally accepted? Or in this case, you know, universally accepted. What's the obligation? Because right now, people are making the mistake of thinking, you know what, let's have these platforms ban that extremist speech. Right? Why, why should someone be able to post that Helen Keller didn't exist? She did exist. Her accomplishments are, are legitimate. Why should anyone be able to publish that that's not what happened? And the problem is, that people make the mistake of thinking that the speech that will be banned is the speech that they agree should be banned. They never think far enough down the road and say, you know what, there's going to come a time when I believe something that Facebook doesn't believe and they're going to ban it because history shows us that, right? History shows us that these restrictions on speech, they don't get broader. They only get tighter. They only become more narrow. And the punishment associated with speech that's deemed offensive or non-factual, it goes up. The cost of engaging it goes up. And people say, well, that's the way it should be. Yeah, but the only problem is who gets to decide what's permissible speech and what's impermissible speech? Who sits as the judge, the jury, and the executioner in making that decision? And then what if they get it wrong? And what if they're maliciously getting it wrong? What if they're doing it because they want to promote a particular ideology or a particular message? Should that be permitted? And that's what we have with these you know, uh, tech titans. Their platforms are protected by, you know, Section 230, which says, you know, platforms can't, uh, you can't extract any liability from them because they don't regulate speech. They're just a platform for people to engage in speech. Well, wait a second. When you freeze a campaign's uh, uh, account, or they can't tweet, or they can't post. Are you regulating speech at that point in time? And then what's the punishment? What's the punishment if you regulate speech and your algorithms favor particular parties or particular individuals? What happens? Is that considered a campaign contribution to the other side? Is that, is that considered like putting your thumb on the scale to push your preferred candidate or preferred party over the top? 
And we've talked about this. If you do a Google search on Joe Biden, what if the top 100 search results are all positive? And then you Google, you know, the his opponent in 2024. And they're all negative. And what if those results are not random? But the result of an algorithm to favor one particular candidate over another candidate. What happens with that? Well, we're going to find out because it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. But I tell you, if, you, if you're sitting there thinking, you know what, this seems like a good idea, just remember that whatever you think as to why they're going to stop restricting speech, eventually they're going to restrict speech that you look at and say, you know what, well, I actually agreed with that. Like what makes that so dangerous? What makes that so nefarious? That's why I think the best solution, and we've talked about this a hundred times, the best solution, let these ideas fight each other. Let these ideas fight each other. And you know what? Those debates and those ideas and that message that can withstand the transparency that debate and discussion bring, those tend to be almost overwhelmingly the better idea the better path. And even if it's not an either or, it's not like, oh, this this idea won, this one didn't. Generally, that discussion, you reach something called common ground. And I know that's like a unicorn these days. Wait, common ground, Joe? We haven't seen that since, wow, the unicorns roam the earth. But there is, there's this thing called common ground. And when you have discussions and debates, people reach that consensus and they take the best of both sides. But today it's a blood sport. Today it's, I want everything. I've got to get my way 1,100%. Speaking of that, did you see the vaccine results in India? They tested a vaccine and they said, uh, this vaccine is 110% effective. Oh, wait a second. It's more than 100% effective. And then they're like, why doesn't anybody believe us when we tell people to take the vaccine? Hey, you're listening to The Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network, 801-331-8113. Go to fedbyravensmedia.com. You can listen uh, over the uh, computer, over your iPad. Also, the apps are available at the website for download on your iPhone or Android. We'll be back right after this commercial break. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. 
We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turn to the good folks at Little Cloud. They help me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show here on Fed by Ravens Media Network. Um, something we try to do, I guess, around uh, once or uh, twice a month is we just go over some of the uh, the metrics for the uh, the network. And one, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for downloading the app, for listening. Um, look, I, I think this week, uh, a great demonstration that you need sources that you can trust. You need sources that are going to give you the facts, are going to give you the news, not through a particular paradigm or perspective, but because it's it's the way that we see it. it it's the way we believe it. And like I said today, I, I want Joe Biden's vaccine rollout to be successful. If more people that want the vaccine can receive it in a more efficient manner and his plan will do that, there's no reason why I shouldn't want that. Now, do I think that's going to be the case? No. I think sometimes politicians want to do things differently because, well, then I can say I did it differently than my predecessor. And Joe Biden's made it so, you know, he can walk away from this and blame every private company involved in it if it doesn't work out. But I hope that's not the case. I hope his plan works. I hope that he gets more vaccines to the states. The states are able to get more into the arms of people who want to receive it. And I hope he's successful. Do I think he will be? No. But wow, I would love for him to be right and for me to say, guys, I got it wrong. Joe Biden nailed it. But I'll tell you what, I, I'm not going to wish him ill. I'm not going to present the facts in a, in a way that, well, maybe this is more convenient for the Republicans or the conservatives. No, I'm going to present the facts as I see them. And that's every host on this network. That's what you get with the Fed by Ravens media network. And I think we need that more than ever. Because you look around and you're like, even even channels or networks that you looked at before and said, you know what, this is a good place for the news. These are people that I think I get accurate information from. We've seen that's that's not the case. I'll give you an example. Today, uh, Dominion Software, you know, the company that handles all the election stuff, they announced today that they're going to sue Sidney Powell the one who was involved with Michael Flynn and, and all the, uh, uh, the, the accusations against Dominion, they are suing her for $1.3 billion. Why? Because they say the things that Sidney Powell said about their company and their software were defamatory. 
and there was no basis for it. Now, I'll tell you what, that Sidney Powell, when she made the announcement, she said there were, you know, I think it was Rudy Giuliani, there's going to be all these bombshells. We're going to have all this evidence. And Sidney Powell did come out and she said, look, this software is designed to steal elections. Or something general to that effect. Now, she's a former federal prosecutor. She is bright. She is smart. She's articulate, tenacious. And I remember at the time people saying, Joe, you know, you've got to open your eyes. You've got to see this. There, there's a mountain of evidence. And I would say it every time. I see smoke. I don't see a fire. I don't see the bombshells. I don't see this conclusive. There was this massive amount of fraud. I was on a conference call today with a business owner. said, Joe, this election was stolen. That's what he's telling me. You know, and you have to say the same thing because I believe it, which is, you know what? I saw a lot of smoke, but did I see this widespread fraud? Did I see this, you know, these bombshells that Rudy Giuliani was? No, I didn't. And I have to call those shots as I see them, as I ingest the news as I read and study and talk to people. Because that's my duty. It's not to prop up any particular individual or any particular party. It's to give you the news. It's to give you the facts and analysis as I understand it. So you can look at something and say, you know what? Oh, I never looked at it that way. Or, wow, he helped me connect the dots between these stories. Now, I'll tell you, when, when Sidney Powell came out, and I said this, I said, look, she's a smart person. She's not going to say these things because she knows they can bring a defamation suit. And there were people who countered and said that's exactly what she wants to do. She wants them to file a suit. Why? Because now you can do discovery. Right, Because before, uh, when people say, well, you know, there was uh, 6,000 cases brought and they were all dismissed about the election. Well, part of that is because you don't have the evidence. Why? Well, you don't have the evidence until there's a case. And the case allows you to get the evidence. I know it sounds kind of backwards, right? But that's the way it works. You don't get the subpoena power until there's a case, unless you're the government. Then as part of your investigation, you get to issue subpoenas. The private sector, we don't have that luxury. So now Sidney Powell will have the opportunity to make the case. What happened? Was this election stolen? But you've got to be careful because the opportunity to do things, whether it's online or in real life, We've basically done away with thinking time, right? Like before it was, wow, I'm really going to give that person a piece of my mind. But first, I've got to walk three miles home from school wearing grapefruit rinds for shoes. Uphill. Yeah, both ways. And then you get home and you're like, oh, what's his number? I've got to find it. Where did I, where's that phone book? And then you had to dial it with that rotary phone. Well, by the time you went through all that work, guess what? You're like, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth giving him a piece of my mind. Because that three-mile walk home uphill, wearing grapefruit rinds, kind of takes the vinegar out of you. But today, we don't do that. You don't have to look up someone. It's all on your phone. You want to attack someone, just pull out your phone, post it on social media. The, the, the time that we used to have to think and say, you know what, L let me talk to someone. This may not be the best thing. That's gone. And unfortunately, a lot of those roadblocks that we ourselves put on ourselves, those governors, we've dismantled those as well.
And so I think a lot of people find themselves in circumstances and they say, why did I get here? How did I get here? This happened so fast. Can I share this decision from the CEO of a company? He found himself in the Capitol building yesterday. Now think about that. How does that happen? This is a letter he wrote, and it was posted online. My decision to enter the Capitol was wrong, and I am deeply regretful to have done so. Without qualification, and as a peaceful and law-abiding citizen, I condemn the violence and destruction that took place in Washington. I offer my sincere apologies for my indiscretion, and I deeply regret that my actions have brought embarrassment to my family, colleagues, friends, and fellow countrymen. Listen to this next line. It was the single worst personal decision of my life. I have no excuse for my actions, and I wish that I could take them back. Now, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know what's going to happen to his job. But I believe this when I read it. Because I think this is someone who you work yourself up. You don't have time to de-escalate. And all these little decisions, right? I'm going to buy the ticket. I'm going to go. I'm going to march. Wait, they're going to the Capitol. And then you end up in Congress. That's why you need to take a break to breathe. Take the time. Get right with God. Be kind. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next. Have a great weekend from the Fed by Ravens Media Network.